Just a little while longer, singing great, great. Yeah, for he's the great guy. music. I just want everybody in the room to say it with me. Come on. Sing rain on you, Lord. Thank you. God, we magnify you. For you are great, and you are greatly to be praised. So, Father, as we celebrate Father's Day here, the greatest thing that we can celebrate is that you are truly a good, good father to us. And you're so greatly and magnificent to be lifted up. Now, Father, I pray this morning that you just continue to have your way. Holy Spirit, continue to pour out your presence in this place. Now, God, I'm asking, Father, that I decrease and I pray that you increase. I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart, that they be acceptable unto you. For you are my strength, and you are my redeemer. And all of God's people say, amen. Amen, 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 amen. You may have your seats. You may have your seat. Uh, you, may, you may take your seat. I'm so glad, I'm so glad to be here. How's everybody doing this morning? Come on, come on, somebody make some noise. Somebody make some noise this morning. Yes. Amen, amen. I want to, uh, you know, before I, um, uh, be, be, before I get started uh, real quick and as I, uh, as I begin to, to move along, if you could turn your Bibles, if you could turn your Bibles to the book, uh, to the book of John, to the book of John, the fifth chapter. And uh, I, I just want to read, I want to read nine, I want to read nine verses to you. When you have it, say amen. If you're still looking for it, say hold up, wait a minute, let me find some John. And no, I'm just going to say that. But if, you, if, you, if you're still looking for it, somebody just say hold up, somebody say hold up. Okay, all right. Uh, uh, it's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, page 637 in the Bible, amen. 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 And the reading goes as, as follow. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, 
and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there in Jerusalem, by the sheep gate, a pool in Aramaic called Bethesda, which has five colonnades. In these lay a multitude of invalids, blame, blind, lame, and paralyzed. For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was made well of whatever disease he had. One man was there who had been an invalid for 38 years. That's a long time. Who had been an invalid for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had already been there for a long time, he said to him, do you want to be made healed? The sick man answered him and said, sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. And while I'm going, another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, rise up, take up your bed and walk. And immediately the man was made well, took up his bed and walked. Amen. Listen up. I, um, you know, is it, is it okay? Is it okay, you know, if we just uh, uh, have a little fun? Where, where, where's Ian? Where's the bandit real quick? Is it okay uh, if, we, if we just have, uh, ha- have a little fun uh, this morning? I just want to give you guys just a little bit, just, just, just a little bit of uh, a background of, of, where, of where I come from. I'm from a small town, a uh, small town in the Midwest. Uh, some of you may have heard of it. Uh, it's, it, it's a blip on the map, a small town by the name of Chicago, Illinois. Amen. Amen. And, 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 you know, in this town, you know, I, I grew up, I grew up in the church. I, I grew up in, uh, uh, in a church and, uh, you know, this church, we, we used to, you know, we didn't, we didn't go to church, um, uh, Pastor Rob. We, we had what you call church. You know, some, somebody, somebody say church. All right, I think y'all got, I think y'all tracking with me. So, so we, we would say things like, you know, they would, they, they would talk back to the pastor. I, I remember, I remember taking, taking a friend of mine, uh, taking a friend of mine to church and uh, uh, Travis and, and, and this friend, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't one of my black friends. You know, he, he was a friend from a, you know, from, from a, he was a brother from another mother. And, uh, and, and we're all yelling at the pastor, and he's like, bro, stop yelling at him. <laughs> and, and I told him, I'm like, I'm like, yo, it's okay. So he started yelling out louder than, than anybody else. We, we would do things, you know, we, we would do things like, uh, we would do things like Huck and Buck. You know, I'm, I, don't, I, mean, I, I don't even, y- y'all, y'all want to say, can, can, I, can I get the band real quick? You, can I get, I, I'm going to show y'all, I, I'm going to show y'all what the, uh, I'm going to show y'all what the uh, hook and buck is. Every, everybody do me a favor. Everybody do me a favor. Everybody just put those hands together like, like this. Okay. Huh. Until, until this day, until this day, I'm still looking for Huck, and uh, ain't nobody found Buck. So uh, I have no idea. But is it okay uh, if we have fun? And I just want to encourage us. Listen up, guys. 
you know, uh, I, I may not be able to speak uh, as eloquently. I don't have the muscles as Pastor Rob. Uh, um, <laughs> I may not be able to speak uh, like CB, but is it okay if we just have fun this morning? You know, so, so, so please, please feel free to, to, to say amen. Back in the day, they would say, you know, if you get seven to ten amens, you know, the pastor will cut the message short. I know it's fine. So we'll cut the Father Day's message short. I'd like to start off, I'd like to start today's conversation off with a question. And, and the question is, have you, have you ever dealt with something for an extended period of time to, to a point that you have resolved within yourself, Tasha, that, that this is just how things are going to be? You know, it, it, it's, it, 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 it's, it's kind of like, like you have your, 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 your playlist stuck on a 1980s and 2000 uh, uh, playlist where it's like that, and that's the way it is. Or even better, it's you know, it, it's kind of like Tupac Secure. Uh, uh, that's just the way it is. Things will never be the same. That's just the way it is. Uh, I'm in the right church. I'm in the right church this morning. Listen, I want, I, I want to. I just want to encourage you today to some of us who may have felt like we've been in that place, in that situation, and, and, and you felt like you've done all that you could do. You, 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 you felt like, you felt like, Tasha, that you were in the right place at the right time, but... But still, still, you haven't received what we like to call in the church your breakthrough or your blessing. Uh, I, 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 if, if that's you, um, this message is for you. If that's not you, I'm going to say keep on living because this message is for you. I, I like to, I, I like to. Uh, tag this message. I'd like to speak from a sermon title. This message uh, is Rise Up. Somebody turn to three people and say Rise Up. Today's big idea is, it's quite simple. Today's big idea is Jesus gives me and you another chance to stand. Jesus gives me and you another chance to stand, another chance to stand when 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 opportunity when there's so many different opportunities that, that that may come up for us to fail and fall Jesus gives us another opportunity to stand when 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 we when we begin to self-sabotage uh, self-sabotage ourselves and just want to sit back and just watch life pass us by, I come to let you know that Jesus gives you and I another chance to stand. Amen. I'm so, I'm so excited. I'm so excited this morning that I want to focus, I want to focus on, on three points. 
I'm going to give them to you up top. The three points are you are not overlooked. Stop making excuses is point number two. And the third and final point is answer the call. You know, the gospel, just to give you a little bit of history, the gospel uh, of John was what well, was believed to be, uh, been have written between the years of, uh, of 70 and, and 95 uh, A.D., uh, although many scholars would argue the fact that the writer of the Gospel of John has not been identified, but other scholars would, uh, would, would argue that the writer himself was John. For it started in the first chapter where it says, John, the disciple that Jesus loved. I mean, talk about being, talk, talk, talk about being uh, uh, conceited. You know, it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like somebody, it's kind of like somebody that I know that, that, that goes, you know, that, that kind of like announce themselves every, everywhere they go. Have you met those type of people? You know, it's kind of like, mama, that goes, that man, what's up, y'all? It's, it's your boy, Tom Morris, a.k.a. the greatest showman. But I, 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 di I digress, I digress, I digress. Unlike the other Unlike the other Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, John does not start, doesn't start with the scene of the nativity, but rather John starts from the beginning where he penned so eloquently, in the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was with God. An additional contrast to, to, to this uh, to the other gospel, uh, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, they all recognize and all seen Jesus as the king. They all seen him as the servant, and they all identified him as the son of man. But John wanted to do something just a little bit differently, Pedro. John wanted his readers to know and ensure to his readers that Jesus is the son of the living God, and it's through Jesus that all shall be saved and have abundant life. This is why he penned it so well in John 3.16 when he said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. This is why he said in John 10.10 10, uh, that Jesus came that we might have life and that life more. If I could, if I could just further set the tone or the stage for you this morning. After in the preceding chapter, after Jesus sends a word of healing to the nobleman's son, now it brings us to this scene. And after the feast in the fifth chapter, we have an account of a community of invalids. I love the way that this is uh, that, that this is um, placed because you know when you take the word invalids, it really flips. We have a community of what people will say would be invalid. Invalid, they were lame, diseased people who all gathered around these five 
colonnades, these five porches, you know, the, the, these five landings. They went there having a pool party. Here's a landing there at the pool of Bethesda, which is translated as the house of mercy. They gather around this pool, guys, because it was known that at a certain time of the year, a certain season, that an angel of the Lord would come down and trouble the water. And whoever get into the food pool first will be healed of all of their diseases. I just want to, if I could just uh, uh, paint, uh, paint a picture uh, for you this morning. You know, they say uh, uh, in, in real estate that location is the everything. Lo lo location is the key. Location, location, location. Well, they tell you that location is the key. So here we have the sheep gate where Jesus, the Lamb of God, he enters into the city. The sheep gate. Let me just let y'all just capture this. The sheep gate is where buying and selling is taking place. The sheep gate is where trading is taking place. The sheep gate is where there, a, there is a sense of vibrancy and also a sense of pity and mess because let's just be honest, there's sheep going through the sheep gate. The sheep gate would probably be equivalent to Walsh. No, the sheep gate will probably be equivalent to some of our largest markets today. It's here where, where we have this man who's been lame, unable to walk, and unable to seemingly seize the moment for 38 years. 38 long years. This dude, Mark, is there. For 38 years, he's there at Bethesda, Lily, for 38 years. He's there at, translated into the house of mercy for 38 years, but not able to receive mercy. 38 years waiting for his time to be healed. And waiting for his time to be delivered. I, I don't. I don't know about y'all, but can, can can you just can you just put your man put put yourself in these man's shoes, just for a minute? You know, if you don't want to get them dirty, just you know take 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 them off and just and just step into this man's shoes just for a minute. There's business taking place all around you. Things are going on all around you. And you were there for 38 years waiting. I don't know about y'all, but I can't wait 38 minutes. <laughs> you know, I go, you, you know, I, I, I went to a restaurant and uh, and, and I ordered I ordered a meal, and you know, and they and, and they said to me, you know, you know, if you want this, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to cook it. Uh, and I said, okay, you know, that's you know, that's that's fine with me. Please cook it because I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't too much care for raw food, but, 
And so we're going to have to prepare this. And, you know, I'm going to say, you know, 38, you know, maybe, I don't know, I don't know, maybe they cooked it in 28 minutes. But, but I'm, I'm, I'm telling Janine, like, I'm like, where is my food? Well, I'm, you know, I got, I got my fork and my knife ready. I got my hot sauce ready, you know, ready to put on it. I can't wait. I can't, hey, don't, hey, don't y'all laugh at me. I'm not the only one because some of y'all can't even wait. I, I seen some of y'all at Starbucks. Some of us, we can't even wait 38 seconds. But here we have Jesus. He meets and he encounters. And not only does he encounter, but he engages the man at the pool. This brings me to my first point. The first point is you are not overlooked. I want you to notice something here, that there were other people at the pool. For the Bible says in, in John 5, 3, that there was a great multitude of blind, halted, and, and withered uh, at this pool. You know, you know, I... This, this was an actual uh, amazing, an amazing thing because there was other people at the pool. What are you trying to say, Ty? While this man was there waiting, Jesus was there looking. You know, while, while, while this man was there waiting, Jesus came looking. You know, the, the man was there waiting for, uh, the man was there waiting for his time, but Jesus came to give this man his time. You see, you know, what, what, what are you trying to say, Ty? You, you, may, you may have felt like life has passed you by. You may have felt like life is passing you by, but I come to let you know today that you are not overlooked. Isn't it good to know? Isn't it good to know that with Jesus, that he's saying that I see you? Isn't it good to know that he said in spite of everything that's around you, I still see you. You may feel like you are in a messy situation and you are waving your proverbial hands just saying, I need someone to see me. And, and you're saying no one's going to see me, but I'm so glad, I'm so thankful today that the God that we serve is saying that I see you, I love you, and, and you are not overlooked. I'm so, I better slow down. I gotta, I, I gotta, I gotta slow down, man, because, you know, I, I get, I, I get, I, I just get so excited, you know, I, I get so excited about, about the word of God, you know, I, I get so excited about the word of God. I remember, I, I remember a time uh, I met, uh, I met one of my, uh, I met one of my heroes, and, 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 and I introduced I introduced myself to, 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 to one of my heroes and, and, you know, you know, especially, you know, he was, you know, to, to me, he was like, you know, one of, you know, you know, he, he was one of the greatest things, you know, ever, ever since, uh, ever since sliced bread. And yeah, yeah, to me, he was just that great. And I, and I introduced myself to him and, and, and I was, uh, I, I was, I was kind of, I was kind of nervous. Uh, I, I was kind of nervous at the time. And, and, and I introduced myself to him, and uh, you know he, you know he said to me, he said, 
he said, you know, what's, uh, you know, what, what's your name? And I said, my, 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 my name is uh, Ty, my name is Ty Morris. Yeah, I really wanted to say my name was Tyree Morris, but all I can get out was Ty Morris at the time. And, you know, he, 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 he said to me, you know what, Ty, I'm, I'm, you know, every time that I see you, every time that I see you, I, I'm going to remember you. Uh, I'm going to remember you, and, and, and I'm going to remember, I'm going to remember your name. And uh, I was like, wow, y'all know how, now, let, let's be honest, because sometimes I tell people that. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like for real. Okay, you know, I just want to be transparent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, Travis, sometimes I tell people that. And I'm like, yo, hey, next time I see you, Natasha, I'm going to know who you are. <laughs> and, like, you know, next time I see her, I'm like, and what's your name again? Uh, but, but I was at a, I was at a, I was at a function and, and, and lo, and lo and behold, lo and behold, I, I, I ran, I, I ran into, I ran into this guy, right? And, and there was a, there was a, uh, a crowded room. Uh, the room was, was like filled with, uh, you know, very influential people. Uh, and of course me being nervous and, and I'm there and I, and I'm, Janine was with me at the time. And, I, and I'm telling Janine, I'm like, oh, my God, there he is. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm saying within myself, Pastor Rob, I'm saying within myself, I'm like, yo, you know, he said he was going to remember me the next time, the next time he saw me. And, 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 and I heard my name from across the room. He said to me in this commanding voice, Ty Morris. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's him. He I felt like a schoolgirl. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm like, that's him. So, so he called my name, and, 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 I, was, and, and I was getting ready to, to make myself, uh, uh, to make my way over to him. And he told me, I need you to stop, stop right there. I'm going to come to you. And this man had such respect within the industry has such command within the industry that when he walked, he simply parted the room. What are you trying to say, Ty? This is how Jesus sees you. You know, you know, you probably think that, yo, this situation is too messed up, that God doesn't even know my name. But Jesus is saying, baby, I know who you are because I created every hair on your head. So you don't, woo, you don't have to have, you, you, you don't have to uh, have to be perfect. It doesn't matter what your economic status is. It don't matter who you are on social media. You know, because the God that I serve, I can imagine if Jesus was on Facebook, he'll be friending everyone because he'll be saying, for what a friend we have in Jesus. Yeah, I'm, uh, I just, I just love God so much that, that it don't matter. I could be, I could be driving a bike, a Bentley, I could have a bus pass, or just some plain old boots, and Jesus will still know my name. I, 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 I think that deserves a good hallelujah. So I come to let you know that you are not overlooked. My next, my next point, my next point I want to make is kind of, it's kind of heavy. 
my next point I want to make, and uh, I know what y'all about to say. Oh, man, man, Ty, Pastor Ty, bro, home slice, dude, you had us all hyped. Now you're about to hit us over the head. Yep. Tricked you. Bethesda. Bethesda, right outside the wall. Jesus asked the man, do you want to be healed? One translation said, do you want to be made well? Bethesda was on the way. In my studies, I found out that Bethesda was on the way to Jesus' grandparents' house. Uh, uh, Joachim and Anna's house. And I'm sure that like most of us, when, when coming up, we were taken to our grandparents' house and we begin to see the same thing and the same people over and over and over again. And I'm sure that this is how Jesus kind of saw this guy as he possibly visited his grandparents year after year. You know, the Bible says that, that, that Jesus knew that this man was laying there for a long time in the same place at the same time. Can, can y'all just, uh, can, can just imagine? I, I, I don't know. You, 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 guys, you guys just kind of have to put up with me just a little bit this morning, you know, because my mind is kind of kooky. Uh, but can, can, can you guys just imagine how, how, how Jesus uh, said it? Uh, to this dude, did, did he go up to him and said, hey, bud, was he nice and gentle? Do you, do, do you want to be made well? Do you want to be healed? I, I am Jesus. <laughs> and I'm going to heal you. <laughs> or, or was he like, bro, for real, for real? <laughs> I seen you here. Time and time again, you waiting on the waters to be troubled. I've been here. I'm Jesus. I still haven't seen an angel come down and trouble these waters. And Lord knows when. Bro, do you even want to be made ill? Do you even be want to be made whole? You've been here for so long. You've been in the same situation for an extended period of time. Now, I don't know about you. What's your situation? My question to you is, do you want to be made whole? Are you in a place where, my God, are you in a place where you identify that I've been here for too long, but yet you still, yet you still, you're like this man, hesitant in your answers. And when he did answer, when he did answer, bro came with several reasons as to, oh my God, as to why he was there. He came up with several reasons as to why he was in that position. In other words, in essence, he never answered Jesus. He was like, y'all know how it is. I tried to do this. Like, you know, in my, you know, in, in the black community, we, we talk with our hands. We're like, I tried to do this, Jesus. <laughs> I don't know what this air snatching thing is. Ian. <laughs> I tried to do this, but nobody would help a brother out. Sometimes, sometimes, guys, 
We have to stop making excuses. We have to stop looking. That's a good place to clap right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we have to stop making excuses and, you know, and, 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 and stop looking to people to be our resource and start looking to Jesus, who's our only true source. Have you, you know, I see some people, I see some people sitting next to each other. Have you ever met someone, Pastor Rob, you ever met, you ever met someone who always has an excuse as to why? Things can't get done. You know, if, if you have, I know, I know the lights are blinking, but I can see you. If you have, or if you're sitting next to that person, just kind of blink at me twice. Just, just blink at me twice. Or, oh, if that person is you, I was that person. Oftentimes, we go through life, and we look for someone else to help us out. You see, but the problem with this, Bible says in this particular, uh, particular text of scripture, the Bible says that these same people wanted to get to the pool first. The only problem with depending on people is that in most cases, whether good or bad, whether friend or foe, whether BFF or ABC, Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, Mike, <laughs> most people are just really not that dependable at all. You know, I, uh, you know, I, I, a friend of mine, a friend of mine hit me up. You know, I, I hit a friend of mine up, and I, and I had a, I had a TV, had a TV in my, uh, uh, at the house, at the crib. That's the house for some of you who don't know what that means, and. Uh, and I had a TV at the house, and I called him up, and I said, bro, uh, I, I need help. I need help moving this TV. And, uh, and he said, okay, I'll be over there. I'll be over there at 11 o'clock. And I got, I got excited. I was like, he's coming at 11 o'clock to help me move this TV. 1101 rolled around. I'm like, yes, a little bit late. He's caught up in traffic. Uh, 11 o'clock on a Saturday morning, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> 11, 11.30, rolls around, he's still not there. Now, I just want to say something. I was able to move the TV by myself, but I was depending on this guy to show up, my friend, to show up to help me move this TV. You know, now, you know, after, after I uh, wiped the tears from my eyes and uh, 5.30 uh, uh, in the late afternoon and I realized he wasn't coming, you know, I, I, I just said, hey, okay, I, I, I guess I got to move. I guess I got to move this TV by myself. You know, he, you know, this dude just hit me with what we call the pump fake. He didn't come through. And the same goes for us, guys, you know, as opposed, as opposed uh, to us being made well, as opposed to us answering the question of do you want to be made well do we want to be whole do we want to leave addiction do we want to leave uh, all of these things that's holding us back we come up with excuses and we begin to depend on people to pull us out who are just not that dependable you know the bible the bible says that we are to set our affection on things above this man was too focused on placing his priority in people to fix his problems that he failed 
to realize that he was in the proximity and in the present of the problem fixer. Y'all try to say that five times. As a result, we need to realize that Jesus is always there and he's always looking to fix our problems. And once we begin to take our things and take our eyes off of people on Jesus, we will no longer be emotionally connected to folks that really can't help us out. We'll no longer be looking for, always looking for some spiritual spare change. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll no longer always be looking for our 40 acres and a mule. But instead, we'll be looking to find ourselves connected with Jesus. We'll no longer be looking for relationships to get us through. We will no longer go from this relationship to that relationship because we feel that we just can't be alone. But I come to let you know, baby, that you are not alone. But if you set your affections on things above and not beneath, you can be like the psalmist and say, I look to the hills from which cometh my help and all of my help comes from the Lord. And once we know and realize that all of our help comes from the Lord, then we can begin to set and say within ourselves that, that God will, Jesus will supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory. Yeah, yeah. My last, my last and final point is a, is it okay? Am I, am I, am I going over my time? Is, is it okay? The, the Bible, the Bible says, my last and final point is answer the call. I, I, answer the call. You know, we, we're, we're in the age of text messaging and, uh, and instant, instant messaging. I was just, you know, uh, I just called my son the other day, Deontay, of whom I'm well pleased. And, uh, and he didn't answer the phone. So I, I, I sent him a text message and he just hit me back, hit me right back. Yeah. And I'm like, I just called you, bro. Pick up the phone and answer the call. The Bible, the Bible says, the Bible says, the Bible says, the clarion, the call, the call was this. Jesus gave the man a call. Jesus told the man to rise up, take up your bed, and walk. I, I, I absolutely love being a part of, of this church because uh, uh, Pastor CB, Pastor Rob, uh, all of our pastors here, Jason, Pastor Bill, they are deep. There are folks that I like to hold in high esteem because they really get to the minutia. So I try to get to the minutia. And I, and, and I and I dug deep, Ian, because I, I was I was like, I wonder what rise up meant in this particular passage. I wonder what rise up meant in the Hebrew. I wonder what it meant in the Greek. Boy, I'm about to lay something on y'all. Put your seatbelts on. Get ready. 
Y'all ready for it? In this translation, where rise up simply means, I feel it. It simply means to get up. It simply, it simply, it simply means to get up. What are you, what, what, what are you trying to say? There was a clarion call. I'm so thankful today that man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. There was a clarion call. Jesus gave this man a clarion call. He said, listen, bro, get up. Get up. And I know for a fact that today that Jesus is also giving each and every one of us a clarion call today to get up. I don't know what your get up is, but you know what your get up is. You you have seen that spiritual phone and you want to hit the text message back. Oh, I hit him back. I just hit him with a text message. But what you need to do is just answer the call. He's speaking a while. I tend to, can, can, can I get just a little help? Just, just let me get a little help. I, I, I tend to think about things, you know, a, a, as, a, a, as a songwriter. I, yeah, as a songwriter. Uh, I tend to think about things and melodies. And, uh, you know, yeah, I was thinking about this as I was preparing to preach. And I was like, God, you got to give it to me first. I want you to give it to me. You know, because... I've been down in this hole, in this pit too long, and I hear you, I hear you said, get up. So, so this is the clarion call. Are you ready? Y'all ready? It goes, you gotta get up, take up your bed and walk. Uh-huh. Get up, take up your bed and walk. Can y'all say that? Say, say, say. What? Take up. Uh-huh. Say it again. Say. What? Yeah. See, you have to get up. You have to get up out of depression. You have to get up out of being afraid. You have to get up from being held too long. In essence, he's telling you to rise up today. Now, so, so we shout. We shout. About getting up. That's the shouting part, Bree. You gotta get up. Take up your bed. You know, we get up. You know, we we shout about that. But see, there's a point of being vulnerable on that taking up part. Why? I'm glad you asked. Because when you take up, it shows everyone that that was the thing that held you down it's that taking up that 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 has to be displayed the bible says that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony and sometimes guys we just have to tell people we have to take it up to the point that we have to tell people yes i struggle i remember way back in the day i used to smoke so much weed that my middle name was weed and i ain't and i don't even have a middle name but it wasn't until 
It wasn't until I answered the call that says this will no longer have its hold over me. This will no longer uh, uh, hold, hold me down. I would no longer be recognized as the pothead. I would no longer be recognized as this. What is your vulnerable piece this morning? What are you going to take up so that people can see that you have been delivered? Some of us need to just really display our mat this morning because there are some powerful testimonies up in here. Up in here, there are some things that Jesus have delivered you from or is delivering you from, and you just need to tell somebody about it. Not only are we going to take up, Jesus told the man, now I need you to walk. Now I need you to walk. Bro, I got to, I got to get you, I got to get you to move it. You know, we, you've been here too long. I got to, I got to get you to, I got to get you to move out of this comfort zone. I'm gonna let, I, I, oh my God, I feel, I feel something in my spirit that's saying somebody needs to move out of their comfort zone right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got to, you got to move out of that, out of that place that, that, that you were comfortable in captivity in. And move into freedom. Move into life. In essence, he's wrapping it up. And he's saying, you have to rise up. You have to rise up. Rise up because you've been down for so long. Rise up out of your weakness. Because it's in his strength. It's in his strength that we're made strong. Rise up out of fear. Because God has not given you and I the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Rise up and walk away. Walk away from that pool, guys. Don't go back to the pool. Step out of doubt and into faith. Walk out of confusion and into order because he ordered each and every one of our steps and as I begin to wrap it up the poet a poet wrote by the name of Andre Day and a songwriter she wrote you've been broken down and tired of living on a merry-go-round and you can't find the fighter that's inside of you but I see it in you. We're going to walk it out and move mountains. We're going to walk it out and move mountains.